I'm talking about love, 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 love. Oh, love. I'm talking about love, 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 love. Oh, love. I'm talking about love, 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 love. Oh, love. Welcome to the power of unity. God bless you. Welcome to the power of unity where I'm your host, Apostle Alfred Farrow. And tonight's show, we're going to talk about talk about because you are ready or about reaping the benefits because you are ready. And we're going to go to Malachi chapter 10, chapter three, verse 10 through 12. And verse 10 says, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in mine house and prove me now herewith, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Now, to give a little backdrop of Malachi, Malachi um, at this time in chapter three, a lot of people think God's storehouse um, is nine times out of ten is actually a place or a building. Um, in the Old Testament, they used to have a barn where they take the goods of the land and place it there. But in Malachi, he's talking about um, bring his tithes into the storehouse. He's talking about his people. When you invest in people, when you take your time and look on the things of others before yourself, then what happens is you investing or you are planting tithes or you're giving 10 percent of your time of your being or what you have unto the people that God actually wants to pour into. So he said, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. In other words, in other words, one of our responsibilities is to go out among the brethren and actually sow good seed. In other words, we're meant to actually be be the type of people that look on the things of others before yourself. In other words, what we have to understand is that when he said, bring you all the tithes, he's telling you this is because he can trust you with what he gave you. If he put a gift in you, if he put life in you, if he put breath in you, if he put money into you, if he put food into you, sometimes it's always good to help others that are in need. So some of your biggest seed that you have always planted or you have planted has always been into someone else. And if you plant it to someone else, then God will be able to reap pour into you and you will be able to reap all of the things that you have prepared for them that need it. Hear what I'm hear what God is saying. You are planning inside of someone that is less fortunate than you. And when you plant in them, you're planting in good ground. In other words, the Bible says take the poor into your wing. So when you have did all that God has given you to do by making sure that others are better other than just yourself, then what you're going, what you're doing, you're planting seed for a harvest. And whenever you're planting seed for a harvest, then you're going to reap your harvest because whatever man soweth, that shall he also reap. So whatever you sow, Genesis 8 says in chapter 8, says specifically, he said that, he said, seed time and harvest time, as long as there's day and night, as long as there's breath on earth, long as there's people on earth, there will always be seed time and there will be harvest. Ecclesiastic says that, that there's a season and time for everything under the sun. In other words, there's a time to give. And some of the best, best seed you can ever plant is giving. 
For the Bible says it's better it's better to give than to receive. And when you learn how to learn how to give, you'll be be better to receive. Because when you plant to someone that actually has a need and has had not a one but has a need, then you're going to be planting into ground that God at 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 any given point can restore back to you and give back to you because you have planted in his people or you have planted in good ground or you've planted in a way that God will see you come out of whatever you've been through because you have brought your tithes into the storehouse, which means you have taken your time to care for them that are in need. Watch this. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, says the Lord of hosts, if I would not open you the windows of heaven. Watch this. And pour you out a blessing that there should not be room enough to receive it. In other words, what God is saying, he says, I'm going to give back to you everything that you gave out, but I'm going to give it back to you a hundredfold. I'm going to give it back to you. I'm going to give it back to you abundantly because you are ready to reap when you learn how to give. Because some of the best things, some of the best gifts you will ever receive is gifting into others. Because when you gift into others, then God will be able to give back into you. The Bible says that men will pour into your bosom good measures pressed down and shaken together. So watch this. He says, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. So when you bring that and when you begin to pour out for others, then God will prove you. He will prove you because you, you did what he said do. And then when you obeyed what he said, because that's a seed, when you obeyed what he said, then now he's going to give back to you more than what you gave out. Watch verse 11. He says, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. In other words, whenever you feel like you're losing, and there's a whole lot of us at, at, at one period of time feel like that we're losing more than we gain. And when you learn how to give to others, then God will be able to start rebuking the devourer for your sake. He says, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Here go, to, here go the harvest now. So you got to understand no one can destroy the fruit of your ground when you have prepared and equipped the ground for your seed. In other words, you gave into good ground. You didn't just give to anywhere. You didn't just give to any people, but you gave for a harvest to be come back to you. In other words, you went and actually invested what God gave to you. You invested your time. You invested your money. You invested your mind. You invested your heart. You invested, you invested in people. You have invested. And the more you invest is the more that you get out. If you don't invest nothing, then you can't get nothing out of it, out of investing. Why? It's because you didn't put nothing into investing. In other words, if I'm going to receive any harvest, I have to first labor to put something in to get something back. There's nothing in this world that you're able to get back or to get without putting something in. See, even so a lot of people don't understand. Jesus said, if any man come after me, let him first deny himself and take up his cross and follow me, which means now I have to deny me in order to receive or walk in him. In other words, and if I'm going to walk in righteousness, if I'm going to be a righteous man or if I'm going to be a righteous man, I got to first deny myself. I got to deny my mindset. I got to deny my being for me to accept all of him and all of his being. 
In other words, I got to reject my beliefs. I got to reject how I feel. And this is me tearing up my fallow ground because when I tear that up, then I won't receive things the way I see them or the way I believe them or perceive them, but I will receive them the way he sees them and how he wants it, wants me to receive and occupy what he gives. I remember a time in the Bible when Jesus told a parable about three men that, that, that the good man came and gave three, one, five talents, one, two talents, and one, one. And the Bible says the one with the five talents went and actually added onto his talents. The one with two talents went and added onto his talents. And the one with one talent, the Bible says he went buried. Now, I want us to focus on the one that went buried at first, because normally time we always go to the two that, that did what the Lord told them to do. But the one that went planted it or went put it in the ground, he actually, watch this, he actually planted in bad ground. Why did he plant in bad ground? Because he told the master, he said, I knew that you were a man that take up with usury. I knew that you were taken what you didn't labor for. But watch this. When you see things the way you want to see them, that, that's dealing with false perception. And the Bible says there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end of the ways of death. Which means now, what 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 is God saying? What what was going to happen in this point is that you're going to see that when you plant something or you do something that God ain't telling you to do, then you can't expect no harvest. But when you are doing what God told you to do, then you can expect something back. Why? Is because you obeyed Him to His to the letter. So the other two, let's get to the other two. The one five, he said, take him and give him five more added on. See, because you don't understand what you, what God gives you and what you give back to him is not for him to take nothing from you. It's for him to add to you. In other words, if you're faithful over little things, the Bible says, he said, he'll make you ruler over many. So what God does is he gives you, he gives you a hundred, but he expects you to give 10 back. And when you give 10 back to him, then watch what happens. Watch what you, watch what you do. You give back into his kingdom. You give back to people that are in need, not necessarily a building or a church building, but you give back into people that is less fortunate than you. And you begin to reap a harvest. And why do you reap a harvest? Because he add on to what you gave out. So when you gave 10%, he add on to your 10%. So now you get 120%, but he's still asking you to still give 10 out of your 120. And when you give 120, he gives you, watch this, out of your 120, you give 10. And then now every time you come back and give more, now he gives, he adds on to what you gave because of your faithfulness. So if you gave 10, he add a 10 on to it. So every time you look, you start increasing because you're reaping a harvest that you planted. And because you've done that, then God is going to constantly keep causing you to reap. Watch this. So the other one had two and he did the same thing and God added on to his two. But the one that he said, he said, cast him into outer darkness and take from him that one and give it to the one that got 10. So now not only did he have 10 more, but he had 11 more. In other words, God has added on to us the grace and the gift if we are able to gift people that need to be gifted. In other words, how do we see people that are in need? 
Are you willing to plant into them to receive or are you willing to refrain from them and say, I need this more than them? And sometimes we look at people beyond what they need and we say, well, I need it because we're selfish. And the more selfish we are, then we're not ready to reap a harvest. You can know your season of harvest, but you haven't yet learned how to plant in others to make others great. In other words, you are so wise, but yet others are ignorant around you. It is a shame when you find people that won't give what God gave to them freely to someone else. In other words, if I got wisdom, then I'm going to give my 10% of what God have taught me to you. Why? Is because, watch this, I'm going to give it to you because I want you to grow the same way God gave me to grow. Wouldn't it be wouldn't it be great if if every one of us knew how to work together, be workers one to another, and whatever God allow us to have, we'd be willing to share with our brother and our sister and teach them how to get. Watch this. You can teach them and help them get where you are and learn and teach them the wisdom and the knowledge and not always put a dollar sign on it, but you put a help on it because I want to see a benefit of you elevating to a place that you can achieve whatever goal you you have and we are don't you know that crime will go down and and all of this will go down and we won't have so much foolishness in the land because somebody understood how how to actually take a seed and plant in good ground for it to manifest up now i do know that there is a possibility that in the land we live in today that you can't help everybody but there are some people with your 10 percent that you can help can I go? Let's go to theology real quick. In the Old Testament, the Bible talks of, at the time of tithes and offering, it was actually whatever grew out of the land or the first fruit of the land or of the animals. And he said, if it be too far, then you go sell it and turn it into money. But the Bible also says, he said, wherever he put his name. In other words, sometimes Jesus already told us where his name is, because he said, when you have did for the least of these, you have done for me. So them that are less fortunate than us, it's our responsibility to help them with what God gave us. In other words, if I don't know how to help others, get where they need to go and grow where they need to grow into, then I'm not, watch this, then I'm not actually helping my brother. I'm not help us one to another. I'm more so only look at me, look at me. There's another parable, a story in the Bible <clears throat> that Jesus told about a rich man that he he went out and he said he he, want, he had so much and he said, let me go build bigger barns and let me live for the rest of my life because there's nothing else I got to do because I'm very rich in my in my product. But not understanding that if you got some overflow and you got extra give to somebody that's less fortunate than you. And so watch this. Jesus, Jesus said he called that man a fool. He said, you fool tonight. Your soul is required. How many of us are holding on to the 10 percent that God gave us? If it's wisdom, watch this. The Bible says any of you lack wisdom, ask God. And sometimes God gave wisdom to them that's supposed to be in line with him to help others learn how and know how to do something. I had a man to ask, told me that he would let me, he would loan me $10 million and then he would teach me how to make 10 million, but I got to pay it back. And I told him, no, I'd rather learn how to make millions than to borrow it. 
And the reason I want to learn how to make it is because if I learn how to make it, then I don't want need you after a while because I know it for myself. You teach me the wisdom of how to do it, and I will continue to keep on going. See, sometimes we look at money only as the 10%. And that's why so many people turn away from the church so quickly because they think that they think that um, tithes and offering, money is the only thing that they're supposed to be given of actually 10%. But when you read Malachi, when you go from chapter, from verse one on down in chapter three, you will see that he's talking about people. And what happens is whenever we don't pour into people, then we're not doing God's will. That's why in the book, in the old Testament, that the, that the priesthood did not have an inheritance among the people. So when they gave into the priest to be able to take care of them, that's less fortunate. So tithes and offering came to the priesthood, but the priesthood had to prepare and provide for them that is less fortunate. In other words, what if somebody lacked wisdom and God has given you all the wisdom that you need and you won't give nobody 10% of what you got because you thinking that if you give the 10%, you won't have nothing. And that's not, that's not, that's not been a good steward because whenever you are ready for something and you're ready for a harvest, you got to understand in order to keep on reaping, you got to keep on planting. You can re- you can keep on reaping, but not planting. See, every time you plant, you reap and everything you reap, you plant. See, you got to understand every time something comes into you, it's not for you to always retain. Sometimes it's meant for you to give to them that is less fortunate than you. Watch this. Sometimes it's better to give out the first thing you got because the first thing you got is not yours. It's for somebody else. And many times we miss that factor because we keep robbing God and robbing people because sometimes people can't get where they need to go because the person that hold the person that holds some knowledge for the person won't give it to them. Why? It's because it's all about them. And any two time we become so selfish that we're not willing to give us to you or, or give us, give our time and our things, possessions to someone that needs it, then we're, we're falling off every time. Why? That's why the world is the way that it is, because we're too much. We're more takers than givers. When the Bible says it's better to give than it's better to give than to receive. And whenever you keep on reaping a harvest, but you never give out, then you are you so selfish that you'll cry out when somebody else start looking bad and you talk about them and you put them down other than being a benefit to lift them up. In other words, why is God giving me this? God is giving this because it's time for the world to wake up and begin to share the good news of themselves with someone else. Teach somebody how you got a Fortune 500 company. Not always to the point that I got to pay money to get it. Sometimes there's people that you could be do pro bono work for and help them get where they need to be. Watch this. He says, I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast a fruit before the time in the field, says the Lord of hosts. Some of us are losing more than we gain because we're not willing to let go what we first gained. We are holding on 
to what we got already because we don't want nobody else to get more than what we got because we want to be better and greater than others. And that's not the way of God. That's not the way that humanity can survive. We can't survive when we're fighting each other when it comes to our skin complexion. We can't we can't make a difference when we don't love each other enough. Watch this. When we don't love each other enough to help each other up. We, when we don't plant into each other, then we're going to constantly keep losing life after life. Whether it's black, white, Hispanic, no matter what nationality you came from, you're going to keep on losing until we learn how to reap the benefits that we already been ready for, that we've been prepared for. And the thing is, when you have received all of these benefits, then you can teach people and help each other and guide each other to green pastures, but we can't guide each other as long as we constantly keep holding in what God has given us to give 10% to others. We're supposed to love each other. If I lo if I got 100% love bottled up in me, and, I, and then there's somebody that's left field that's on the right of me that is broken, and I don't show them the love that God has given me, then watch what happens if I don't give them 10% of my love. The Bible says, the Bible says that that perfect love casts out cover to the multitude of sin. So if I got a 100% of love and I don't give 10% of my love by planting in somebody else that has been broken, then guess what? That person is going to continue to be broken until I learn how to let go of love just of myself and love someone else that need help. Love somebody else that is broken. Some of our 10% is, has nothing to just do with money. Sometimes it has everything to do with what's in us. God bless you. Sometimes it has everything to do how we can help others get to a greater level of purpose. Because if we're always walking our purpose, but we don't help others get in their purpose, then all we have done, all we're doing is being a selfish people, but never understanding that in order to truly reap, I got to first be able to give out what I gain. My first gain has to be for them that don't have it, that doesn't have the same thing we have. We're in Malachi 3, 10 through 12. Verse 12 says, and all nations shall call you blessed, for ye shall be a delightsome land, says the Lord of hosts. Watch this. You are delightsome land because you learned how you have learned that what you have gained is always better to take a, take a crab in the bucket and help them up, not looking at what they're trying to do to you. See, when you're ready to reap a harvest, you will understand that when you reap your harvest, you will be willing to give out the first beginning of that harvest because everything that God gave is going to come back to you a hundredfold when you learn how to release what you when you learn how to release what you're trying to gain or what you have gained. And God is such an amazing God that he's not a beyond reproach. He will give back to you what you let out, but he, you can't get nothing back if you didn't put nothing in. It's like going to the bank. You go to the bank, you put, if you don't put no money in there, you can't withdraw nothing out. Many times what we're not willing to give up is the very thing we lose, even though I'm reaping a harvest. Remember back to the man, the man that had a harvest. And he said, listen, let me go build me some bigger barns. Let me go build some bigger barns. And the reason I need to build some bigger barns because of what I got. Watch this. He reaped a harvest. 
He reaped his, he reaped a harvest. And then he said, I'm going to build bigger barns and lay back and go head on and die. And Jesus called him a fool. Why? It's because sometimes what you have reaped and when you got an overflow, it's best to make sure that you keep on planting seed because you got to always remember seasons come and season go. There's a time to reap and there's a time. Watch this. There's a time to pluck up and there's a time to plant. There's a time to lose and there's a time to gain. And you got to understand every season comes right back around again. And there's a time that you can lose if you haven't prepared in giving. Watch this. If you paid attention to Solomon, not Solomon, if you paid attention to Joseph and Joseph gave unto the nations as well as to Egypt, he didn't just feed Egyptians, he fed everyone with what God gave him out of the seven years of plenty. We got to learn how to take our harvest and benefit others until they can become just like us. Because sometimes people don't know, don't have always have the know-how to get great. It's us that already know it should be able to help them that's less fortunate. I pray that it makes sense because if I'm going to be a great if I'm going to be great and be a great nation, then I got to know how to make people great. I got to be able to know how to make the world great. I better, I got to know how to make them that don't look like me great. I got to be able to help them um, that won't talk like me great because everybody is not going to agree with you. That's why Jesus said, watch what Jesus says. He said, what good is it to love them that love you. You really don't get a reward. But when you can love somebody, when you can plant 10% of your love and somebody that talked about you and ridiculed you and put you down, then now you are ready to reap. And when because you are ready to reap, you're going to reap a harvest that others that are in need can reap from you too. Ain't that something? I can gain what God need me to have by me, by me being able to give out more than I gain. See, sometimes we get caught up with the 10% just inside of a church, and that's what people love to talk about. But 10% of everything I receive is for people. If I'm not a if I don't help people get where they need to go, then what good is it for me to keep bringing everything to a building, but never into God's people? Because God's people was important. All of these things that's going on in the world today is because we're not sharing or we're not caring for one another's feelings. Because we're ready and the, and the harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few, that's because somebody is not laboring to keep on planting what they reap. And if I keep on planting what I reap, then guess what? God is going to keep on pouring. And after a while, I'm going to reach my mountaintop. And when I reach my mountaintop, I'm going to be able to show others the way up to the mountaintop. It's never good to reach a top, reach somewhere that you're not able to go back down and bring others up through the way you came. If you see, that's another 10 percent. When you have went through the Mary clay, when you have went through a certain path and then you go back down through the same way you came and you bring somebody else up through it. Now you are actually yielding a 10 percent. You're yielding a 10%. You're yielding your 10% because you have learned the way. And when you have learned the way, watch what watch what Jesus said. Jesus said, Peter, when thou art strengthened, he said, when thou art converted, Peter, go strengthen your brethren. Sometimes it's best for you to know the way to go, and then you go back in the way to bring them back through it. And see, sometimes we got to stop being selfish. 
because we are ready to reap a harvest, but many of us that got the harvest are not willing to help others get get to a place in the place, get to a place to reap their harvest. We have to make a decision. If we want the world to be great again and change things in the world, then we need to be the difference for everyone else too. See, be, see if you are different, then you take the 10% of your difference and teach others how to be different. I got my book out called The Struggles of Life. And in my book, I'm talking about my life, but I use it as a, mo- as a means of a testimony. What I've been through as a child and how, how I was molested and beat on and all of this, but there's other people that have that's going through the same thing and I've been delivered from it. So how do I help someone? How can I take the wisdom or the 10% of the wisdom I have and give to somebody else that they can begin to heal and prepare and be better in life? See, it is time. Some of the best harvest you can reap is somebody else becoming great. Some of the best harvest you can reap is when you see somebody else achieve their goals. You know, people tell me, I don't like getting paid as a pastor, as an apostle. I don't like getting paid from our church. And so I don't. So so when I don't get paid, my pay is seeing other people get benefit. At our church in Arkansas, we had people start getting new cars. We had people getting this because not because of me, but because of the faithfulness that they showed to God. And they also understood. And I taught this at the church. People might get mad and think I'm crazy. I didn't I didn't just teach people to give tithes at the church. I said, if somebody else is in need that's homeless, then you take your tithes and give it to them because that's still giving tithes. See, we get caught up so much into the building that the lights got to stay on. We had a, we was at our location and for a whole year, we had our lights on and they didn't get turned off. And they didn't get turned off and we need to pay the bill and we didn't have the money to pay the bill. Gas either. See, if God gave it to you and you know how to plant seed for others to grow, and then all of them got jobs. They moved with me out to California and everybody got jobs. Everybody got their own place. Before we got here, everybody had everything. Why? It's because the more you plant wisdom into God's people, then God's people can grow. And watch this now. They follow me way out here to Long Beach, California, where we're putting the church as well. And they come here every Sunday by faith and teaching the word of God. And they're growing in God. Word. Why? It's because we got to learn how to plant, to plant in people and stop looking at what people can't do and start understanding that their deficiencies is sometimes they're deficient because I won't help them get out of their deficiency because God brung me out. I won't bring them out. So I end up destroying them because I am selfish. Anyway, I have, I tell you, I will pick up next week with more of this but I also um I'm trying something new on this podcast as you all can see if you want to go catch this podcast later on you can go on Spotify on Pandora on iHeartRadio or on YouTube at Unity Ministries Church page or iTunes or any Apple product also if you want to um know more about me and the things that I've been through to see my testimony you also can go to Christian Faith Publishing Company. Um, I put the link down here that you can get the, the website and you can go there and find my book. Or you can go to um, 
you actually can go to Barnes and Nobles and get the book, The Struggles of Life, where it, it talks about my life. It talks about things that I've been through, how I went to the streets, how I was beat on as a child, how I was molested by male and female. And next month, I will start talking about my book more and understanding each chapter, a um, little bit of it. And until next time, God bless you and love you. I love each and every one of you. And I thank God for you. I, and guess what? God loves you the same way I love you. Until next time, God bless you.